Welcome to Chat Your Own with Candy Ann Noodle, the monthly chat show podcast about all things now, then, and tomorrow. It's a little politics, a little art and science, and a whole lot of feminism. Liberal as fuck. Chat your own. I'm Candy here with Noodle. Hey, I'm Noodle. How you doing, Noodle? Oh, dude, what are we in? Month 740 and phase two of lockdown in which we start back at day zero. So that, that time hop. song. Like two steps forward. Yeah, I two think. Two steps back. Is that actually how you do the time hop? Is it the time, the time warp? It's not the time hop. That's not the time warp. No, that's, that's the opposite of tracks. Yeah, uh, Paul Abdul. That's just what's in my head. I feel like I'm going up the stairs and down the stairs and up the stairs and down the stairs. I, but I'm not animated. I am, in fact, tucking my knees in tight. Uh, I'm just rolling down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, it feels. Forget that it. Way. Whatever. Feels that way. Going back in time. Uh-huh. That is how Whatever. I am doing. Crumble down the stairs. We are uh, we are here a little later than usual, but happy Pride, everybody. Happy Pride. You know, it's my fault. We were all set and like. Cameras on, not recording from the cameras, but looking at each other, and video on, and and audio on, and I get a text that's like, the baby has vomited, and I was like, whoop, I made a whole thing with the baby, he's fine, so uh, had to cut it short, and here we are now, late, and, uh, my fault. That is- that is the, uh, what, oh, what's the word, just that's the fun of like running around shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, that's go, true. Gotta go. Yeah, that's that's right. Uh, our deadlines are our own, um, and we appreciate you guys' patience with us. But yeah, happy Pride. Happy Pride. Uh, we want to share a couple of awesome things that happened during Pride Month that we didn't get to share. Then Noodle. So I I feel like I talk about my company a lot, and I really do love and appreciate the company that I work for. And they did a pretty great thing for Pride. Um, They have created a subgroup within the company called uh, Pride at a Proud at NetApp, Um, and it is LGBTQIA and ally organization. And they did this big presentation about uh, how NetApp um, is supporting and functioning and so on the, um, in, in as many different ways to support the community as possible and a huge call out of allyship. And I, I was like, should I, should I attend this? Like, is this, is is this for me or am I like, am I intruding into a space that is, is supposed to be like a safer and they actually were doing, it was a big outreach to say, we want we want you to join our space because other you know you being in our space normalizes our space is really kind of how how they presented yeah. it and there was a lot of talk about pronouns and how allyship can help support and and function and basically like how not to be a dick um, right, and, right. and it was presented you know and you know that actually that phrase is not super good allyship it's like how how not to be. I know. How not to be the problem. Um, And it was presented by a transgender woman who told her story about transitioning at NetApp and how the company had supported her and so on. And you could tell that she'd never done a presentation before. She'd never led in front of this huge group of people. And she was clearly nervous, but like doing the thing because it it was important and it was this great opportunity to 
help other people feel included and and comfortable and expand that the the idea of sharing her story so that the next person can experience the story maybe without the fear of talking to their boss and it was really really wonderful and i'm so proud of this company you know they they do a huge amount of work they have a lot of inclusive programs but like it every now and then they really really step out and say yes we're here we're for this and let's let's be good about it and they they put the they put their money where their mouth is they say they're all those things and then they do really invest in the resources so i was really happy to be a part of it yeah that's very important. It's awesome. Um, and it's awesome that you feel comfortable enough, even though you had that, like, I don't know if I, if I, this is the right place for me, if I belong here, that, like, the safety to, you know what, though? These are good people, and I can go and check it out. And if I'm not, then I'll know that, and it's not a big deal. Like, that you yeah. felt comfortable enough even to just step into that room. And it just I, shows the kind of environment they have. And it did uh, encourage me to put my pronouns finally in my work email. Did which you? Oh, good. I feel like I've been talking about it forever, and it's like all over my social media stuff. But like I was mm-hmm. like, is this appropriate at work? And basically the call was, yes, it's appropriate. Fucking do it. It would really help me if you would do it. Exactly. Yes, cis people. So I, I did it. Right. And feel yes, good about yes, it. Cis people now listen. Yeah. Yep. So um, I think uh, that's awesome. That's excellent. Yeah, I'm I'm real proud of NetApp. They're they're a great company. I uh, I have discovered a, a person on YouTube, uh, Mama Doctor Jones. I discovered last month. Uh, I do this thing on YouTube where I find someone new and then I fall real deep into a hole. Um, <laughs> not real deep, but like just I skim it, you know, like I, six six things this week and then like maybe eight things the next week. You know, I just kind of skid along the top. Um, I, I think she's great. I it's don't more know of a trench her. situation. It's more of a trench, yeah. It's 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 slightly constant, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, she has she does like the the doctor reacts videos. She does um, she's an OBGYN, and she I just think she's real cute, and I'm super into these kinds of videos. She has um, a video up right now. It was actually posted on June fifteenth called uh, OBGYN is science anti transgender, uh, and what I loved about it is she really just pulls like things that she has gotten questions that she's either gotten directly or things she's seen on the internet. She answers them really, really well. And what I loved about it was even if you think you don't have questions, watch it anyway, because there's something just fascinating in this video. It's less than 20 minutes. It's a great video. I put it on Facebook, and I will post it um, with all of our stuff. Because it turns out, yeah, like, you don't know the answers. Look, there's a million... Oh, you, whoever I you are, even, you don't know the answers. Look, do you? I, you don't. You, you, no matter where you are, there's, there's always something to learn. There's definitely always something to learn from a doctor who is willing to share. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, 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 that's obviously not a blanket statement. There are like, <laughs> some, some quacks out there who are going to... <laughs> But I also want to share stuff with you. Right, right. You know, I have, I had written down some final thoughts that I don't know if we'll get to, but um, just my brain has just been swirling with the the many genders recognized by many cultures and religions and like the white colonialized erasure of so many things. And it's just been weighing my brain down. And watching her video made me feel better. Really made me feel better. So highly recommend it. All right. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. And I feel like we've made we've made huge progress, sort of, uh, especially this month. Like 
like two two major things this month. Big things this month, yeah. One is the Supreme Court. Last month. Uh, yeah, I mean last month, sorry. The, the Supreme Court uh, passed the ruling on uh, on gay, LGBTQIA, et cetera, uh, it's saying that they cannot be discriminated against in the workplace um, and that they use Ooh. the the word sex to um, to cover, you know, everything, to cover, to cover right. everybody and can protect those civil rights in a way that they were not before, but you, you could be fired for being gay, you could be fired for being transgender, you could be fired, et cetera, et cetera. And the Supreme Court has finally put it in writing and it was, it wasn't close. It wasn't close. Yeah, I was. Which I was, was a really, number, really, really big deal. I mean, uh, Roberts came through like twice in the last yeah, six weeks yeah. with a ruling that were surprising. Um, so that was a huge win in in a mess of ugly everything. That was a really big win. And the other piece that was really at least some enthusiasm at on a national level is you know the the Trump administration is trying to prevent same sex couples from adopting and like huge petitions have been sweeping the country saying go fuck yourself like there's so many kids mm-hmm. who need a home let loving parents have children who like, they what will kind love of like jesus christ like i can't yeah. yeah so that that is beautiful to see everyone like <laughs> sign the petition right. and it's, do the thing and be cool. It was like my entire thread, my entire page was like people posting this. So that was nice. And it was nice to see that like, you know, people say love is love is love is love, but then like actually applied it to the next generation of, yes, I love this person. And then we can love a child and we right. can raise a child and we can, you know, support one another and be a family. Cause it's not, I'm an adult and I make decision with one other adult, but like, no, we're a family. And as a result, can extend our family. So it was it was really nice to see all the people react to it. Yeah. I I big time believe just like sign the petitions, man. Yeah. If you ever feel look, do I get a thousand emails from from change.org? Sure do. On, I and ACLU and absolutely do. Do I sign every single petition? I no. I sometimes I get like a lot of petitions and I just can't sign all the petitions, but you get a lot of other crap emails, and they aren't trying to do some good and help the world be a better place. So it's not so bad. The only thing I would say on signing the petitions, and because I keep reading this, is uh, put at least one sentence in it. If if there's an if the signing of the petition like generates an auto like a, email, put one yeah. sentence in it that's unique. Because then it's, it's even right. if it's, so the one I often put is, yes, this is a petition, but you know what? This is something that matters to me, a citizen, and you should be paying attention to it. And then there's the form, whatever. But at least yeah. it's some personalized call out that says, I'm not just clicking, like I'm, I'm emphatic about it. Yeah, with an exclamation point. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's, exclamation point in there's always there's, at least yeah, one. Yeah, And sometimes I, like I say fuckers. Like, serious. I like, <laughs> nice. I, I like um, a couple of like, Beautiful, grand sentences of poetic reasons why this is fucking garbage. Yeah, it's garbage. Yeah, and you garbage. You fuckers. Uh, so yeah, see so that that's our that's some stuff there. We uh the rest of our episode right now or right now this month right now <laughs> like whenever it is, dude. I'm I'm so messed up. Um, is a grab bag episode. Woo! Grab bag. Uh, it's a special grab bag. It is a uh, it's an SO grab bag. We've got some questions and topics from our from our dudes, from dude and the husband. So uh, submitted to the opposite person, um, and we don't know what the questions or topics are. 
And even with the the emails that we've received, we still don't necessarily know what the questions or topics so are. This is so funny. So uh, what I love about... Okay, let me tell you what I'm doing because you can see me like digging in my lap. I, and, I can see all sorts of things, but you know what? I was just going to watch. All of my, my little mic or my headphone pieces are twisted around and being staticky, but it's like stuck oh, in no. my lap and I can't all tang- tangled up and I can't find it. So sometimes I'm hearing you, sometimes I'm not. Tangled up in my. I think I've got everything out of the places they shouldn't be. I had cords in places. Uh, everything's nicely laid out in my lap now. This is much better. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, so I I tend to think questions or topics when it comes to grab bag, and uh, you asked you asked the husband for very specific questions, and it sounds like you got just topics from dude. Yeah, so, so I'm ecstatic to see what these all are. I, I read the email and I was like. Well, this is vague, and then it turns out that's because you had given it's, it's totally, completely different directions than I had given, which is funny. Um, so, that's I mean, why I like the surprisey part. Yeah, it, it is. It, everything is a surprise. Uh, so, what do we do? We got five each here, and yep. we've got uh, yeah. So, we'll we'll do we'll do like five each. We'll do a couple of minutes, and then we'll talk about it just like we normally do. Yeah, and. Uh, I think it's going to be super cute. We are going to, you know, we're going to let's just jump into it and let's start with before our grab bag. What you reading, Noodle? Uh, I have two on here. Uh, I'm going to go with the art, uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck, which actually you gave to Mike 150 years ago. Yeah. And I put it off, put it off because I was like, this is some douchey white dude being a douchey white dude. His name is Douchey White Dude. Uh, Mark Manson, I think. Yeah, Mark Manson. Douchey white dude name. And most of the book is fairly douchey white dude. But uh, the essence of what he's saying is not actually don't care about anything. It's pare down to the things that you really, really do care about. Be they three, be they five, whatever. And go after them so relentlessly that you don't give a fuck what's in your way. You are going to achieve them. So it's not don't give a fuck about things. It's don't worry about anybody else's obstacles to your success and just drive toward your success. And it, success could be a million different things. It, it could be project-oriented. It could be... Uh, transformation oriented like it, it doesn't matter what it is um, but I thought that was really interesting because I read it expecting it was going to be like meh careless and it was actually yes like careless but then about the thing that you care about don't care about anybody else's shit just succeed um, so I thought that was a subtle distinction indeed um, so I liked it a lot more than I thought it was going to and worth a read and the other um, one is on the completely other side. Unless you want to, do, do you have things to say about this? Stuff? No, you go. You yeah. go. I was just going to say, uh, I'm glad you you ended up enjoying it, and that sounds like an excellent. Yeah, it, I was vibe. surprised. I was like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is so. Oh. Um, the other one is on the completely opposite end of the spectrum, and it is Greek Goddesses by Nikita Gill, who, if you remember, I talked about. Um, the 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 myths retold the like women yes. like Disney especially they were like the Disney heroes and villains stories retold I can't remember what the other one was called um, but Greek Goddesses by Nikita Gill which was a gift from Jen because I only like to talk about books that you guys give me apparently uh, <laughs> and it is a collection of stories about Greek goddesses it's called Life Lessons from Myths and Monsters 
uh, and it's poetry, and I kind of go back and forth on it because the the goddesses that I know stuff about, I'm like, yes, I totally get it. And then there's such a deep dive into my, the mythology, the yeah. like titans and the parent, like that. Some of it loses me because I don't have any connection to. I don't know enough about the like common story to get into the subtleties of the like nuances of the story. Right. So the right, parts the, that like, I anecdote. yeah, the parts that I understand, I'm like, this is great. And the parts that I don't understand, I'm like, wait, who is this again? Because they're all mm. married to each other, but some of them have oh, birthed yeah. each other and themselves. And right, like, it's like, oh, this came from my ass. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is so and, and so. And right. It, it, it get it gets a little bit too layered and incestuous because they're all marrying each other. Oh. Yeah. And it's some of them like there's a lot of weird stuff that go on in the in the in the in the Greek gods. So uh pluses and minuses, but like the writing is phenomenal and the poetry mm. is beautiful. And it turns out she does the illustrations as well and they are very pretty. Um I would love so, to borrow that. Yeah, absolutely. I will give that to you. Um so it's it's kinda all over the place, but it was an interesting read because I yeah. very seldom read poetry. So I was like, cool, into it. That's the thing. I actually that's fine. I have a book of poetry right in front of me right now, actually. That's pretty funny. Uh, this one is called Killer Verse, Poems of Murder and Mayhem. But <laughs> Get I poetry, like it. You know, yeah, you know outside what? of our normal boxes. Do you right. think? Um, I actually, I have to mention just because it's too funny that it was like, I'm pretty sure it was a gift from Josh. <laughs> Definitely it was a gift from Josh. I just, not this, a different book that I just finished. I finished a book, um, which was the uh, the Complete Alien Sex Chronicles oh, Volume Oh my goodness. One. Yes. I remember um, when Josh gave that to you yes. and he was so excited. By uh, Anne L. Probe. Um, I'm going to tell course. you what, straight of up course. alien porn, number one. Yes. Great. <laughs> Read it like that. Little <laughs> stories. It, there were little stories, but it wasn't. There wasn't an overall Vignettes. thing that was happening. She was hired. This, she's hired by the government. And she does the thing, and then there's all these like little missions. So you can like read a little short story and then walk away from it, which is my jam lately. For real, that's how I I read at the moment. Um, and I just think it's hilarious that you talked about a book from Jen. There you go. People that yeah. give us books, Jed and uh-huh. Josh. There you go. We are uh, we're a fun bunch. Fun bunch. We have layers. <laughs> we have layers. Let's get into the scrap bag. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get into the scrap bag. Um, what do you want to do? You want to do a uh, two-minute response? Yeah. And then we chat about it for two minutes? Yeah. Some variant okay. of that. Let's. Yeah, uh, you keep an and, eye on your timer and so we won't go too deep uh, in. Excuse me. Oh, I spelled something wrong. Do you want to go back and forth or do you want to go all out? Let's one, go back and forth. One, one. Let's back go back and forth. and forth. Yep. Okay. So we can alternate uh, the topics and the questions. <laughs> that's an excellent idea. Uh, You're so funny. I'm, I'm going to lead. I'm going to lead. Yeah, with you the, lead. This yes. is the topic from Dude. Unicorns. Okay. Nah, all right. Well, I'll put, I'm going to put two minutes on the clock because it's me phone. Maybe it's me. glare at it. Right? Um, no, I like it. Well, now I'm mad. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm going to put two minutes on because I could talk about unicorns for a long time. So unicorns are great. Two minutes on. Uh, no, I love unicorns. I have... Um, <laughs> this probably came up because I recently was talking about getting a you know, little dinosaur unicorn, or dinosaur unicorn, dinosaur tattoo on my thigh, under my butt. I was considering getting a unicorn on the other side. To balance. Yeah, I bet that was that's my unicorns. 
That's how. That's really all I have to say about unicorns right now. Other than, uh, I have some unicorn trinkets that I've had for a very, very long time. Like the, I have a bookend that's twenty plus years old. But yeah, I, ha- that's I have it. seen said bookend. Uh, my feelings. Do you like how I, I just stopped myself because yeah. I could hardcore like like right. Tina and horses, Tina Belcher. Like I could uh, hardcore just talk about unicorns being sparkly for. My <laughs> thoughts on unicorns is skinny rhinos with good press. Because uh, I don't understand why unicorns like didn't make it, and I think that they just evolved into rhinos. What's what's the deal with that? Have you seen that like really sad cartoon? That's like it's the Noah's Ark, and yeah. it's all the water, and it's just like the dragon, the unicorn, the dinosaur, or whatever. Just like, like oh shit, know. man, that was today. Yeah, uh, yeah that's yeah. it's sad, and it they they sad. somehow have this like big story about them, and I secretly think that they just got. Slightly slower and slightly fatter and became rhinos. Oh, slightly slow. I mean, you know what? They're real pretty. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe they got lazy over time. But like, maybe they what? started to take it for granted. What is that horn for? Is it for stabbing people? Is it for... Well, it's magic. Like, what does that mean? Horns are magical. Horns are magical. Unicorns are magical animals from, like, another realm. And their horn is, like, pure magic. It's pure magic. Is it so you shoot magic out of the horn? I don't really well, understand I, the science. I think they're of just unicorns. magical. Uh-huh. They're magical. There is an episode of Charmed where they scrape the unicorn dust or some some dust off his horn when all magic disappears, and they use that to like like add because that's the only thing left in the world that's magical. Is okay, so it's unicorn. just the horn part that's magic. No, no, the unicorn is magical. So, uh, the horn is. I don't think there's. Do you, why do you need such an explanation for that? Yeah, I know. I, I feel, I think because I like, from an evolutionary standpoint, yeah, right, you feel like there's got to be a I, fucking reason. I feel like I missed a unicorn phase somewhere, and so I like I don't understand them. But that makes more sense if like it's myth. Yeah, mythical, yeah. magical. Yep. I think I just mm-hmm. I just skipped it, and I just, I went into the, I went straight to rhinos, and I was like, sure. <laughs> I want something that is going to carry my luggage as well as me. For starters, if we have to go someplace together, and we're going to be best friends. You're right. going to be useful. You're going to be useful. You gotta uh-huh. carry stuff, um, uh-huh. but I love that unicorns like kind of universally bring people so much joy. Like I, I don't know, so. I don't know any like person under the age of ten that doesn't love a unicorn. Oh, absolutely! Right? They yeah. are they are aggressively gender neutral. Everybody's like unicorns, mm-hmm. and I feel good about and that. Narwhals, which yes. are fucking real, apparently, yes. and that's another conversation for another time. What are we they have doing a whole, with that? Um, yeah, we can have a whole. Uh, yeah, what are they doing? Apparently, nothing. It's just like a tusk, right? It's nothing. just in the it's way. It's just like hollow bone. There's right? Nothing in there. Poking people. They're not stabbing things apparently. Because what do you do? You stab a fish and you feed something else with it. Right. You're not feeding yourself. Maybe they feed <laughs> each just other. A, a fish flapping around. Yeah. Up there. Maybe they they javelin a fish and they feed their friends. I uh, see. I like that. I like that idea. Yeah. I think that's uh, that's mm. good community. See, I, I think unicorns are just killing people. <laughs> I think unicorns are beautiful, and then they're like this asshole. Hold on a second. <laughs> stab. Go on, Morty. What's up? Uh, that makes sense Glitter to me. That's that yeah. is a functional unicorn. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. it. Murder beasts. There we go. Murder beast. Exactly. All right. Well, that was great. No time or necessary. See, that worked out really well. Unicorns. Unicorns. Also, the uh, official animal of Germany. What? Mm-hmm. Scotland. I take it back. Scotland. It's you know that what? It, does, it doesn't even matter. What? It doesn't even matter. Right. What? Yeah. Official animal of Scotland. Yeah. The Shetland ponies are like. You know what? Fuck you guys. Fuck guys. <laughs> I have been doing all kinds of shit. We're real. Yeah. We've just been out here filing down our horns for nothing. 
<laughs> had I known he was going to make me popular, I would have developed these fancy feet. <laughs> I like it. And like moving it. on, let's do a noodle question. Here's a noodle question from the husband. Uh, oh, I don't think I'm going to pick question one, though. I think I'm going to toss out them up. The only, question one is the only one I've actually read at this point. Um, oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Noodle, what's the best present you've ever been given? Oh, my God, that is very specific. What is the best present I have ever been given? Uh, the baby? Does that count? Is that... I mean, probably. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Oh, God, that is very on-the-spot sort of question. Maybe I should have told them topics instead. Um, <laughs> hmm. mm. Let's, I mean, we could add the, the okay. caveat of so, that you can think of right now. Right, right. So uh, many, many, many years ago when I was, like, transitioning into middle school, my dad gave me a bunch of money to go and buy my, like, middle school clothes because it was, you know, before my birthday and so on. So I could like right. have a moment to figure out who I'm going to be as a, as a preteen. And that was a pretty good present. That's great. Yeah, it was nice. It was like a nice, like, I'm not going to pick your clothes out for you. You're a grown up now. Or you're like, you're capable of making these choices type situation. Right, like I give you, I, I, I understand that you can have this responsibility. Right. I, I gift yeah. you with uh Identity. Um, Shit to fucking cross off yeah. your to-do list. Yeah. <laughs> or errands. Um, but I, I, I remember that shopping trip really, really clearly. And buying new clothes and like thinking about who am I going to be in middle school. And it turns out exactly the same, just like with slightly different clothes. Mm-hmm. I, I was not, mm-hmm. I was not different. Um, but in terms of like physical hand gift, Elaine gave me a signed copy of... A Prayer for Owen Meany by John Irving, which mm. is literally the only book of value that when when the Great Purge came that I did not sell. Ah, the Great um, Purge. The Great Purge mm-hmm. of selling everything I owned that was valuable. I did not sell that because that was mm. valuable and personal. Right. Oh, that's excellent. That's a really good answer. All right, do me. All right, Oh, are we candy. supposed to talk about it? Yeah, no, do me. So wait, am I asking you this? I'm asking you the same question. No, no. no. I mean, no, that's something on. that there's really not okay. something to talk about. Like, I, those are really good answers. I don't, I don't really have. Well, I don't know. Do you have a Do you have a best present that you want to share? Oh my God, that's a lot to think about. Okay. Oh, um, okay. You know what? But I will say this. I'll tell a quick. Uh, yeah, I do. I have a thing. Yeah. I do think presents where you can go like shopping or that's a great gift for young people, for preteens. Um, the. I mean, cash was always a big deal mm-hmm. in my family, but I think it's just because, you know, the cash. It's like, if you have the cash on you, you got that hundred bucks in your pocket, eh, throw it in a card, happy birthday. Exactly. Uh, it's, a, it's a thing. Um, but my mom took me for my birthday. My birthday's in December, which meant there were all these like crazy sales out to begin with. And there was so much money to like just buy whatever I wanted. But with all the sales and everything that was going on, I ended up buying these shoes that are... They're Nina shoes. They are covered in red glitter. They've got a black satin heel. They're a peep toe with a black satin bow. And they are my um, one of my all-time favorite shoes. They're the only pair of shoes I own that's in a special plastic box. Ooh, and they um, also survived a great purge. They did survive a great purge. They survived moving, and I've only worn them like a handful of times. 
They're not necessarily comfortable, but they look great with uh, fishnets. They survived moving, but will they survive grooving? They will not survive <laughs> grooving, but you got to be careful because they're fancy pants shoes. So if you take them off at a wedding, you got to put them somewhere. Right. Where get and you don't want to get the glitter everywhere. Because they got the stuff. Right. right. But they're real shiny. I like it. That mm-hmm. is a mm-hmm. that is a great. Oh my god, this is fun. That is a great okay. present. Yeah. Topic two, Dude. or uh, yeah, topic two from Dude. Live music. So it says. I don't think this is a simple yay or nay situation. Well, we've been talking a lot. Is the thing we talk a lot in this house. We gab and gab and Aww, gab. That's it's wonderful. Having the best quarantine. Mm-hmm. We, we're having a pretty, I mean, as quarantines go, I think we're doing all right. Uh, live music, I miss it. Miss live music. Uh, <laughs> I wish there was some sort of, even like a semblance of an idea of what live music was going to look like in a year, in two years, because the longer this goes on, like, the more things are going to change for that kind of entertainment. And you, you're, I don't think you're going to be able to just switch it back. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes me like kind of a jiggity. Um, I am super right now. Like, cause you know, I'm like anti like outdoor festival because I fuck, you know what? I've done it <laughs> and that's enough. It's hot. It's gross. Everybody yep. is smelly. I, you know, I just, I, I don't want to camp in my, in my car. I don't want to stand in line for the shower. I right. don't want to do, I don't want to eat falafel covered in dust. Um, that sounds delicious and crunchy. But I'm like, I could go for Lollapalooza right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that that's my live music vibe at the moment. How about you? I am so glad that I saw Frank Turner over the last like three years. Mm. Because I feel like if I had missed out on that live music experience and like live music goes away, I would be sad for the rest of my life. Right. But I cannot imagine going to live music anytime soon. Mm. I just I just think back on like a million shows of other people's like sweat smooshed up against you and the stink and the like bottles being thrown in the air and other people's just like gross the liquid from yeah. who knows where yeah and i yeah. and the sticky and the like the press the press of other people's flesh is so like t- i know i know I can but hear it's it. you're right the, like ugh, the sliding yeah. of others yeah. like sweaty shoulders <laughs> Are you seeing that scene with Ben Stiller in Along Came Polly? I am not. I've never seen Along Came Polly. But I'm seeing several thousand taller than me uh, wife beater clad shoulders at punk shows. I'm seeing a lot of sweaty backs. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of sweaty backs. Um, And And that's why men should have to keep their shirt on at a concert. Because at least if you have your shirt on, my face isn't touching your... I wish they had instituted a size policy. If you're this tall, you have to stay in the fucking back. Yeah. And I know that that would, you know, separate a lot of couples, but like, I'll meet you after the show. It's fine. But like, it's it's fine. See you later. I would like to be in the front with all the little girls. See, I am. That's so funny. I, well, you're like, how tall are you? Redacted. Uh, five one and a little bit. Thank I was, you. I was say five two. Ah, um, yeah, five two definitely. It's totally five two. Uh, I, I'm I'm approximately five five. Depends on how compressed my spine is that day. To be honest, Wait, but sometimes I, feel like I that's don't the, feel that's five, the five. same height category. 
Oh, totally. Um, I've just accepted that I, I'm not going to see. Yeah, and <laughs> I've accepted that yeah. I, certain concerts, I if it's a smaller venue and I'm going to want to be in a certain space, that like, it's okay. Yeah, I've developed a, a pit stance for being on the outskirts. Elbows in there. Elbows up. Oh, I stand like this, <laughs> and and my, I actually I kind of look like uh, like Street Fighter, you know, <laughs> like I'm just about, but it's a it's a center of gravity situation. I like it. Bouncy I like elbow. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Live music. Funny. Live music. There you go. Hey, live music. Okay, noodle. Question two. <laughs> um. When this quarantine is over, what is your first trip going to be? Oh my god, I'm gonna go to Home Goods and touch everything. Oh my, I don't think it, <laughs> I'm gonna go lick everything. Right, at I I just want to go to Home beer. Goods and look at crap. I want to go to Target and walk so around. Funny. I mean, I want to go to your house. I would like I would like the listening audience to remember that Noodle has like not gone anywhere anywhere. And I really really have anywhere anywhere. I can count on one hand the amount of places I have not, been since so March. Hunger. First. Oh my God. Dude. And today is no, July 2nd. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Uh, I have gone to one grocery store once. I mean, I have gone to 7 Eleven a couple of times for milk. Mm-hmm. I have gone to a Walgreens. That is essential. I am running the fuck out of places. Oh, I, Mike and I went to Costco on Tuesday. Right, right. As like a date. Um, so basically I have not gone anywhere in a very, 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 oh, I, you know what? My mom and I went to Lowe's once to buy her a refrigerator. So that's five. That's my, that's one hand. Right. That's how many places I have been. And each of those are like one-offs since That's March the thing. I can, first. I can probably count it on one hand, but it's multiple times. Yeah. I've been out to the office a couple, you know, yeah. so many times. I've been to Target twice. I've been to Ralph's once every 10-ish days approximately since, you know. Uh, Okay, well, what about the second trip? I mean, I want to go to my friends' houses and see all my friends. I want to see... We have new carpets. We got new rugs. What? Did I tell you about the rugs? We got four new rugs. I want to see rugs. Yeah, I I just, I want to see my friends. I want to go to Jen's. I want to go to your house. I mean, the first trip, like, I'd I'd love to go home. I'd love to go to New York. I'd love to go to Maine and, like... That's such a long time away looking at it for real that travel. Is, so I can't, can't yeah. it's not even on my list of, of things because yeah. that just doesn't seem feasible right now. Yeah, I want to see my friends. I miss your, I miss the lower half of everybody's face. <laughs> I miss everybody from the bottom of the ribs down. <laughs> I'm really missing some hips. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, Jess and I recently talked about it, and I believe we're looking for some sort of hut on an ocean somewhere, or, or a Fiji, whatever. Oh, that seems lovely. Something like that. Something where looking at the water, it's so clear that like I can, I'm, I'm thirsty. <laughs> you know, don't like, drink it that. It looks water. like it's like a glass of cool, cool water. Like look at the ocean. Salt. Go. That is salt water. Refreshing. Do not drink that water. Refresh. Write that on your hand somewhere. I'm going to lay in bed the whole time. Um, okay, do me. Candy, what are your thoughts on potholes? Okay. First of all, I think it's total bullshit that I left <laughs> Chicago. Pothole, you know, ass cheek 
of the world and somehow moved to like an unexpected secondary pothole ass cheek. <laughs> I imagine there's some place in between the two where it's it's more cold and the the in serious between winter the ass weather. Cheeks? Right, but that would be the actual asshole mm-hmm. of potholes. That is, that is got to be holes. somewhere in like that mountainous region where it's going to get real fucking cold, and that's going to break everything up, and the, and the weather's going to be bad, and that the streets are probably horrible. But like, I think it's crap that there are so many in Los Angeles. <laughs> that's pretty much it. That's pretty much. I mean, I'm hardcore in the valley. I don't know how much that has to do with it, uh, but. I think it's bullshit. I think Van Owen needs a facelift real hard. And uh, that's it. I feel like if more people stayed home, they could fix all these fucking potholes during the pandemic. That's the other thing. Yeah. Good, yeah. Chicago is just it. constant construction. That's one of the areas yeah. where like the, the joke is you have construction season and you have like winter. Yep. This, I feel like now is a good time to fix all these potholes if people actually yeah. bother to stay home. Uh, I'm always really a big fan of the stories that come out of like hero paints penises around potholes because the city <laughs> has to fix them. I don't know if it's just one person who's been doing that. I hope like it just is. like across the nation. Right. But that person is my favorite person. Um, I hope it's the Canada robot that right. they sent here and we, we, we destroyed. Now he's just fucking in with us. Fucking Philly. He's roaming around, drawing penises and things. There's a there's this story of a small town somewhere in the UK. I can't remember where it is where they've been like fighting with their council forever about this one pothole. They've been fighting with this with the council for two years and they threw a birthday party for the pothole because awesome. it was two years old. I thought that was very funny. Um, um, yeah, that's a good time. <laughs> that is a good, I'm going to that party. Yeah. Um, there's uh, that story of the kid or somebody who just like started filling potholes. I was like, this is stupid and just like got some, you know, a little gravel or asphalt or whatever and filled it. Probably rented like a, a cement mixer somewhere. Like, do, do you want to hear about cement mixers? Because I could sing you a song about a cement mixer. I know you can't. Oh, uh, by the way, interjection, people that aren't going to know what we're talking about. I haven't listened to what you texted me yet because I want to listen to it and like really enjoy it. And I haven't, like I said, it aside. My my life is filled with songs about trucks, some of which I have made up, some of which I'm pretty sure Revel has made up, some of which the internet, it's like there, there are more songs about trucks for children than you could ever possibly imagine. Some of them are really good. Uh, we listened to one the other day that Mike was like, did you know the killers like Moonlight as writing children's songs about trucks because it was that good of a song. Um, they're out funny. there. And the one that I sent you is not Secretly by the Killers right. and it's not good. It's just hilarious. Yeah, no, it's, it's in my things to get back to, like my saved links. and my it's, called, it's called The Dump Truck Song by David Polanski. Not Roman Polanski, mind you. David Polanski, a subtle yet important difference. That is subtle but important. Um, that just made me think of Martha Dump Truck from Heather's. Uh, don't know why. That's so sad. Uh, it's a great movie, though. And um, we should do another word association soon. Yes. All right. That, should, that would be a fun one. Martha Dump Truck. Um, all right, my turn. Are you ready? Yes. Noodle. I'm trying to figure out how to balance these three last questions. Um, what is your favorite part about being a mother, and what is your least favorite part? I mean, my kid is my favorite part about being a mother. Yeah. Like, he's great. That, you know what? That put yeah. on the kid has got a face on him. Oh, my God. what a squeeze he's, it. He's great. He's funny. It. He's interesting. Like, I mean, up to a point, interesting. 
Uh, he, he talks all the time, and I feel like we have real conversations now, even though they're mostly conversations about dump trucks. We're still having a conversation. Trucks, but they're, they're, yeah, they're, there's back and forth. Um, you know, his little smiley face when he sees me. Baba, 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 baba. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, he's funny. He makes me laugh. Uh, my least favorite part about being a mom is how fucking tired I am all the time. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted because, you know, it's, and to be honest, he's actually, he's sleeping pretty reasonably right now. Knock on everything. You know, he's sleeping from 7.30 to let's say 6. Mm-hmm. Mm. Except for the fact that I don't go to sleep at 7.30. Right. You know, I, even after spending all, all day or having much time, it is being on mothering. And then he's down, let's say he's asleep 7.30, maybe 8. Then I have to do all the stuff for me, and it's cleaning up the house mm-hmm. and trying to function a little bit on my own and like trying to give my brain a chance to unrest. And then I realize it's 10 o'clock, and I haven't had five minutes you know, to myself. I haven't done anything. I haven't... Right. I haven't read a book. I haven't, you know, and it's just, it's hard. It's it's exhausting to be constantly focused on keeping somebody else alive. Because yeah. all of the things you take for granted, you're like, yeah, I guess I'll eat a snack or eh, I'm not hungry. I'm going to skip dinner. Like, you can't do any of those things. You have to constantly be like, do you want a snack? What do you, like, are you going to eat this dinner that I've so made? The little fucker's going to eat right. your snack if you don't ask. You got to, like, right. just bring like, it up. Yeah, and it's it trying to figure out like anticipate his needs all the time. It's it's really really exhausting and worrying like did I forget the crucial thing and as a result is he going to scream for the next 3 hours? Like cuz that sometimes happens. I mean, not that often, but the it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's really 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 mentally and emotionally exhausting and I'm tired. But like I said, my kid is great, and I, I he makes me laugh, and he's a joy. I just, I feel like I am so tired that it makes me less of a good parent when I am so tired, and that uh, sucks. I have a two response. Yes. One, not real response, uh, thought. Commentary. <laughs> Nothing really to add. Uh I want to make it very clear that I wasn't just saying like your kid is beautiful and that's what's most important about him. What I mean about that face is the personality in that face. Yes. Yes. My God. I mean, he's also beautiful, but the personality in that face, that look, I mean, he looked, he was looking at me across the yard. We had the cutest social distancing birthday celebration recently. We all sat six feet at our own tables. It was adorable. Um, But from a distance looking, oh, it's just too much. I can't wait to squeeze his cheeks. Um, that was the one thing. And what was the other thing? I think I forgot because I was thinking about your handsome child. He does have have Shit. a lot of handsome, but also like a lot of personality and yeah, he's, he's just sweet, he's engaging, and he he does this funny thing where he will run from room to room. Like if people are in separate rooms, he'll go check on mama, check on daddy, check on Nan. Like he wants to go and see what you're doing, and it's very funny. And he wants like you to he, know that he's yeah, going to see. What and it's doing. not just like. Hey, it's check on mama. Uh, so he's like engaged with things. Yeah. He's not just meh. He's got a lot going on. Which he's, which I, uh, he's, yeah. he's, uh, uh, I hope, I mean, look, there's no way to say like, 
what's a good age for what's going on in the world right now. But this seems like the age of it's just there's a lot of people around. I'm being stimulated. Yeah. It's I get to bond. It's enjoyable. It seems he, yeah, like he does. He's not missing anything. He's having right, a good time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's not losing his structure. His structure is still structured. He's probably got more structure than he needs. Inside, he's going, guys, just give me five minutes alone. <laughs> Could Jeez. you all back up off me? Just want to sit down with my book and my sippy cup. What the hell? Um, That's funny. Okay, to me. Is too much coffee bad for you? Is that the question? That is the question. That is an actual question. That makes me so happy. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a level of it being bad for you. There is the episode of Futurama where Fry drinks a hundred cups of coffee. <laughs> and then... Uh, that sounds bad for you. Pardon me. Pardon me for my snort, guys. It's that fine. was a little snort. That was, was a happy a, little snort. It was a happy little snort. Um, and, and he does move and vibrate so quickly he's able to save everybody from Ooh, the sinking well, there you go. starship. So that seems like a plus to me, not necessarily a minus. Uh, I do love coffee. I do love coffee. As someone who's... I, I'm the kind of person who opens a coffee in the morning and sticks my whole face in it and <laughs> sniffs it. And as obnoxiously as that sounds, I mean, there might be grounds on my face. <laughs> It really, it really wakes me the fuck up. It's wonderful. I mean, are you are you a snobbish about the kind of coffee you're drinking, or is it just like coffee? No, I'm not snobbish about it. But if it's um, if it's burnt coffee, I'm probably not going to want it. But like, I'll drink anything. Like, we found a creamer that we love that because it specifically tastes like. You put cream and sugar in diner coffee, Ooh. like out of a stone mug. That is a like very specific like a packet and a half of sugar. Feeling, yeah, yeah. Uh, packet yeah. and a half. My ass, give me three. Two. Oh, but three. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm uh, not a good coffee drinker. Uh, well, I drank coffee black for years and years. I only I, drink it really with sugar. Creamy yeah, and really black. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's hilarious. I have found that a cup and a half is too much coffee for me, and then it doesn't go well for anyone. I then everyone's upset. Uh, I think I drink on average two cups in the morning and a cup in the afternoon. That's probably pretty average. The word "cup" varies. Yeah, what that means is Pitcher. not always the same. And it's like sometimes I have like at work I'll have a really tall mug. But I'll fill it halfway, and then I fill it before it's empty. So I might fill it three times, but I'm putting in, you know, half a little Little, dinery cup uh of coffee. So I don't actually know how many cups I if I had to guess, that's approximately (laughs) seven. Approximately in a normal day. Yeah, I. But like, I'll have a cup of coffee at seven thirty. I always thought that that coffee was a sign of adulthood. Which I really like resisted forever, and then I had the kid, and now I'm like, okay, I'm an adult. Give me the fucking coffee. Fine, I need the go juice. <laughs> Give it to me, right into my veins. Yeah, I mean, I I love it. I've been drinking coffee forever, though. I mean, I started drinking coffee when I was very little because it's just around. Right. Yeah. Picked it up. Uh, I will say, I had a Starbucks the other day for the first time again in four months. <gasps> right. And I had a mask on because I was you know, out of my house and I was lifting up the bottom of my mask and inhaling the cup and putting it back down and lifting mm-hmm. up the, and it was so good. It was so good. I was like, yeah. and we have this glorious it. Nescafe thing at home that makes espresso whatever's 
and maybe it's a Nespresso. It's not a Nescafe. Whatever. It's I guess it's a Nespresso. Is it, is it the commercials with George Clooney? Because that's a Nespresso. <laughs> yes, it's the or George no. Clooney's. Right? The, who fucking knows? It's it's. I think it's yeah, the George that's Clooney. Nespresso. The Nescafe. Yeah. The other one is Sofia Vergara. I think. No. Okay. It's not the Sofia. It's the it's, it's the, the George, George Clooney. One. It might be the George Clooney Danny DeVito ones because I'm yes. short. Um, but, and that one's fine. Like, it's great. We make really tasty coffees, but the Starbucks peppermint latte. Oh, you went with peppermint. Oh, I mean the peppermint mocha. I'm just like, yeah, stick it, stick it all over me. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can taste a venti with a triple shot Mm. vanilla latte with coconut milk. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I need a triple shot. Can I have all of the espresso in there, though? Can all of it is fine. If you, one more, <laughs> just, just just keep one more. just keep pouring that in. Cool. Uh, there was a period of time where Marissa worked at um, a coffee place, which was in the same parking lot as the sandwich place I worked in. Oh my god, was, you guys! Must it was have debauchery. Had it was ridiculous. So much fun. Oh my god! But that that bee knows how to make a macchiato. Let me tell you. Wow. Mm-hmm. If you go over there, you're going to get yourself some good ass espresso. Late at night, that you have that's like suited in the tiny cup. Mm-hmm. Well, if if you're not drinking out of the tiny cup, why right. why even be alive? Mm-hmm. With the little spoons <laughs> to put in eight <laughs> things <laughs> of sugar in your <laughs> tiny little cup. That's how I feel about coffee. So no, the answer is no. There is never too much coffee, <laughs> and it is not bad for you. It is not bad for you. Good. Okay, noodle. Uh, what's the best part of being in a relationship, and what's the worst? Oh. I mean, I, I have made a- <laughs> I have chosen very well in a partner. I'm. I think I'm very lucky. Uh, my partner is my teammate. Um, you know, it's just the best part about being in a good relationship is always having the person that you want to like tell the story to. You know, because sometimes something will happen, and you're like, "Who is going to enjoy this?" And you tell your partner, and even if your partner is like wow, I don't care about this. They will listen. You know, they have to listen. Um, and it's nice. It's nice to feel safe with your partner. That's a good, that's a good yeah, um, a relationship bonus. Yes. it's Assuming, yeah, assuming you're in the. Yeah, in, in a good relationship, sure. Yeah. Um, and I, like, I, I love, I love my partner very, very much. I'm, I'm very lucky because I have been in a shitload of shitty ones. You know, that's always been my jam. Uh, really, really bad relationships, uh, punctuated by really epic arguments, and that has not been the case here. Uh, and and I am, I'm, I'm quite pleased with my evolutionary choices here. Um, so I, I, I mean, I'm rambling a little bit, but, like, the best part is really, like, it's it's Mike. I mean, he's great. He's great. Oh, what's the I, best part of being in a relationship? Right. Rose. Right. It's, it's him specifically. No, yeah. uh, just, you know, having somebody that you can be your authentic self with. You know, I've spent a lot of my life muffling down weirder bits of myself. And and I don't have to with him because i got to tell you, he's weirder than me. Uh, but that also, helps. like, you know, he's <laughs> like, all right, it's fine. That'd be weird. Uh, but cool. The worst part um, is, you know, you have to accept other people's authentic selves as well. You know, like yeah. you choose your partner, and there are things about about them that make you fucking crazy, and you have to decide: 
is this an argument I want to have for the rest of my life? Do I want to be mad about this every single right. day forever? And there are some things that the answer is yes. I am willing to be mad about this every single time. Um, so, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to accept that the other person is the other person sometimes and they do things that make you furious and that's never going to change. Um, but, you know, you like anything else, like you choose it every day. You right. wake up in the morning and you choose repeatedly that this is my partner. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. can wake up and think, oh my God, this fucking guy. Or you can think, cool, this guy. Um, yeah, that's, that's I, the, yeah. the weight there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Excellent. That's an excellent, excellent answer. Thank you. These are very serious questions. It girls. is, right? My God, Mike. Jeez. Jeez. Give a girl some warning. Uh, but now I, I, give I, think a, I think that's a such a great summary. that's such a great question that you should have to answer that too. Oh balls! Um, yeah. I mean, I would hundred percent agree with the authentic self portion. I think that I think that actually is probably the answer. That is the best part of being in a healthy, <laughs> answer, productive, like growing, supportive relationship is you cannot be any of those things, uh, or, or the relationship can't be any of those things if you are spending way too much time uh, being somebody else or suppressing part of who you are or amplifying another part of who you are. How are you going to do all of those other things? How are you going to, how are you going to be the right kind of partner for somebody that helps them grow and like Mm. moves forward and blah, blah, blah. If you are constantly trying to be who you think you're supposed to be with them or whatever the situation might be. That's Um, a good point that if you're not your authentic self, you cannot be a good partner. You're just, you're going to fall short and it's not, you know, it's not because you're a bad person. It's because, you know, maybe it's, it's not that you need to be a complete person because I do believe in the, um, cookie dough, uh, idea which came from Buffy which is she's having this conversation with Angel and, and she just says like I'm cookies or I'm cookie dough one day I'll be cookies but I'm I'm cookie dough like there's there's stuff to do still and like that's, you know that's it's very sweet isn't that adorable ah, so like it's not about being a complete person it's about understanding that you're cookie dough and you're uh-huh. multiple and things are going to happen and and everything you, is better when you put chocolate chips in me <sighs> there it is yep. that's that's the relationship in a bundle, authentic self also give me chocolate. Chip. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. That's it. The worst part yeah. about being in a relationship is, I, I mean, I want to say sharing space, just because I'm the kind of person who is like nitpicky about bullshit. But it turns out I'm actually not that nitpicky. And it turns out the older, at least in my case, the older I've gotten, and in in a relationship where like this kind of stuff caused way too much crap, um, you know, once you learn that like. Oh, I don't like it when this thing is on the counter like that. Cool. I'm just going to put it away. You're not going to be resentful when I put it away every time. Okay. It doesn't bother you. It bothers me. So like now as I get older, I don't even think sharing space necessarily is like that horrible. I kind of, I kind of like it. So. So that's, that's, you've turned a negative into a positive. Who the fuck am I? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense It's because you're having the best quarantine. It's quarantine. It's, yep. I'm going to come all, I'm going to come out of this totally, I'm not going to be able to walk right. Everything's going to be wonky. The world's going to be upside down and backwards. But you're going to be smiling. But I'm going to be smiling. Uh, I, yeah, the worst part of being in a relationship. 
I have to be like, hey, look, I'm going to spend this ungodly amount of money because I respect you. And even though my money is my money, I know that we share things. And like, I've decided that I'm going to spend whatever on whatever. And I'm going to tell you, Lick, look, I'm going to spend this money. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. Having yeah. to talk to somebody else about yeah. your money choices, even if it's your money, is tough. Totally. Yeah, because like tough. you're gonna see the like obnoxious thing I come home with, so like I can't not. Well, maybe I could not bring it up. Let's try that. Let's see what happens. Right, they Let's might see not how notice. That goes. And it turns funnier. out if they didn't notice, that would be the worst thing in the relationship. Then you're mad. Right, you gotta say something. <laughs> That's why you have to talk about it. You gotta say something. Uh huh. Do I me. like it? <laughs> Piano? Question mark? And why? Oh. Huh. Um. We have been playing lots of music uh, during quarantine. I mean, I say lots for me. Dustin's playing pretty standard level of music, maybe a a little bit more. He's he's taking some classes. But for me, because I have, like, hand issues, um, I have been playing a lot of music, which means I've played the piano, like, four times. But we have these cute little lessons. And uh, You guys are taking piano lessons together? No, like, he's um, currently doing, like, some sight-reading stuff with bass. And I know how to read music, used to play the flute, but because I have hand issues, I don't play because the flute is very fucking complicated to hold on to. It's a lot of twiddly bits. I mean, it's ridiculous between the, uh, it's a lot. Uh, So I just recently started playing the piano with him. So like learning how to just sight reading, simple, basic beginner stuff and we do it together and it's like real cute. Um, And I'm enjoying it very much, very, very much. I kind of always wanted to learn how to play the piano and now that I've played, I don't know, it's not merrily we roll along, but something at that level, I feel like I'm basically a superstar. So, I mean, I'm wowed. Are you? Oh, I am hey. wowed. I took uh, I took two weeks of piano lessons, and the teacher said, "You're tone deaf," similar to my singing lesson story, and that was pretty much <laughs> the end of that. But I also can read music. Oh, see, mm-hmm. even though I don't play anything anymore because I used to play the violin, but I can read music. Mm-hmm. Do you think? If, I mean, if you picked up the violin today, would you? Be able to play it? I would saw away real happily, and you wouldn't know the difference. I wouldn't. Well, no, I, I would. I would know if it sounded wrong. <laughs> I would feel real. Uh, you know no, what? I, I am convinced that if I picked up the, the violin today, I would still be able to play it. Whether or not that's true, I don't know, because I'm tone deaf, but I would believe it. Um, I was able to play the flute. I mean, I think, I think strings-wise, now that I've... Because I'm fascinated by strings. I don't... I learned to play and read music with... By playing a woodwind instrument, which is very, very different. Um, so, like, when he's doing things on strings and we're talking, like, we, we have these, like, little, little bitty bits of disconnect, which is really funny because I'm, I can read music and all that, but I'm fast. I, can't, I don't understand strings. I think you'd be able to do it. I was able to do it with the flute. If I could do it with the flute, you can definitely do it with the violin, I think. You're going to pick it up and go, boop, boop. I mean, you're going to do something amazing. I, and I feel like I can. I think we need to get you a violin right now. I'll pick up the flute, I'll play Merrily We Roll Along on the piano, and then I'll lay down a flute track, and then you can play violin, and... Uh, can I just hum instead? We'll just, we'll put out a Christmas album, mm. we'll start next week. Okay, you know what? Done. It's deal. We have all kinds of bells and shit. We got, like. I have a tambourine. I have a really, really quality tambourine, and uh, Revel likes to play the spoon. Oh my, wait, we have a legit jam band. That's yep. a lot of people. Yep, let's do it. Uh-huh. I'm never it. putting on socks and shoes again. That's, that's <laughs> what we're doing now. This is our new future. It's a date. Uh-huh. Um, okay, Noodle. And this is the last question, right? <sighs> this is your last question. 
If you could push through one piece of legislation, what would it be? No. Your face. I mean, my second glass of wine just kicked in, so let's, yeah. So, you yeah. know what? I think I'm actually, I'm going to go for a blanket on it because I think that this would change it is uh, voter access rights. Oh, okay. um, making voting easier. And uh, so election day is a holiday. Um, no ID needs to be shown at the polls. Mm-hmm. Uh, automatic registration when you turn 18. And everybody votes. Everybody mm-hmm. votes. And like, uh, you know, the the ability to vote by mail is always, op- you know, like there. So well, you don't if, have to check a box and fill yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You, you get a ballot and your right. option is either turn it in or right. show up in person. But everybody has an equal ability to vote. Mm-hmm. If you have an address yeah. and you're of age, you get the thing, yeah. you vote. Yeah. Um, because the, the voter suppression that's going on right now is really like staggering. And I think with with the with a universal ability to vote and if the accessibility I think that would really change our like super fucking low voting rates and as a result I don't know that I would need to like have a fantasy of right. what the correct legislation is it is because I think that the people in power would be writing the legislation that I believe in That's an excellent excellent answer because my immediate thought was climate Stuff mm-hmm. and and then yeah and that's right I mean that makes sense I think yeah. if yeah if that was in place it wouldn't be a thing mm-hmm. excellent answer excellent. yeah I feel really good about that actually excellent answer excellent question it was a good question well done Mike wow oh. oh. excellent for the win yeah we, yeah. we do what we can mm-hmm. well that are we done that was uh I mean. That's I, yeah, I think that's I think our that's grab bag, right? That's our that's grab bag. Job. Yeah. Oh, that was super fun. I think we did an excellent Yay. job. I think it's um. Thank you to, to dudes and hubs. Yes, for contributing to, to spark good conversation. Mm-hmm. I, I very like much it. enjoyed that. It was nice to talk about things that are not necessarily everything that's going on in the world. That right. I am, you know, you're inundated with world stuff and then work stuff and then house stuff and it's all kind of overlaps itself so yeah. this was a nice nice little break yep mm-hmm. do you have any fresh. shout outs uh, well oh, I, uh, I do want to do a political minute yeah we have a political minute um, Amy McGrath won in Kentucky uh, she she beat Charles Booker who like came basically out of nowhere and really gave her a serious run for her money, which was awesome. It was it was much tighter race, much much more uh, representative than than anybody was expecting. Uh, Amy, I feel like Amy had been around in conversation for a long time, and then like yeah. Charles came out of nowhere and really really like pressed the issues and pushed her further and so on, which was great. Um, I mean, frankly, I was kind of like. I don't care who it is as long as they can beat Mitch McConnell, but like uh, it was nice to see real traction given to this race and there was a lot of eyes on it. And if we can get rid of Mitch McConnell, I mean, the entire world changes, Um, but it's just, it's an important, it's an important race to have, have to be paying attention to. So I Mm -hmm. want to see that happen. Uh, And I would like to see Biden announce his vice president, please. And that is my political minute. I'm just rubbing my eyes <laughs> at Biden in general. 
But yeah, totally. I want to know. I want to know. Yeah. Um, Who we voting for? It would honestly. I, it would be nice. I don't even know if using the word excitement is, is possible when it comes to this race, but it would be nice to actually be excited about fucking something going yeah. on. So I'd like to see, I, I would, I would like to see who he's, uh, who his running mate's going to be. And, um, yeah. Oh, so this way we can like actively start campaigning. It's, I mean, come on, it's fucking July. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's. It's it's basically tomorrow, and that's yeah. part of it. it. You know what? With the way time is rolling, I know right. I'm not the only person yeah. who is it, 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 where everything is just blurred together yeah. for the last three plus months. And who knows um, if we're going to have find out in, yeah. in in September? Yeah. I, who knows if we're going to have a Democratic National Convention, like or what that's going to look like? So don't right. wait for that because if it's a virtual nonsense, I I want to know in advance. Just just freaking tell me. This just is announce the, way the world it. is just right announce now. it so Stop. we can start getting yeah. excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, all this waiting for things to change so we can do something the way it's been done is not obviously not working in our favor. So like, let's go. Uh, do you have any uh, plugs? Any yes. Uh, I'm actually, I'm going to do a plug for my dad. My dad hey. has recently released two children's books. One called Not For Girls Only, um, which is semi-biographical about me playing softball, uh, playing yeah. baseball as as a youth um, which is nice. You know, I like, he wrote a story about me. It's sweet. Uh, and it's, it's great. It's about a little girl coincidentally named Vanessa who is determined to play in the majors of the little league that she plays in. And it's, you know, the tale of getting there. And the other one is called uh, Nick of Time, which is a story about uh, Nick and Justin Time who... So not Our, Nick and right, Time of yeah, Time, actual, yeah. got Nick, it. Nick and Write Justin Time, yep. Uh, who kind of like accidentally solve a mystery. And it's great. They collect they collect rare coins. It's a very sweet story, which my dad oh. wrote for like 40 years. Like I remember him writing it when I was young and like in the last year, he suddenly was like, that's it. I'm publishing these stories. And they're they're great uh, you can find them on Amazon. His name is Paul Narid. You can look him up on Amazon. You can find his own webpage, which is probably paulnarid.wix.com. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll post it somewhere. But uh, I'm super proud of him. And he, he dedicated one of the books to me. Uh, he dedicated uh, Not For Girls Only to me. And he dedicated Nick of Time to Revel. Uh, which I like sobbed hysterically when I, when I, I hadn't like, I was not prepared to be super emotional about it at right. that level. Right. And then it turned out I was super emotional about oh it. <laughs> and incidentally, that was always one of my life goals was to have a book dedicated to me. Uh, really? So it, it took me 38 years. It took Revel 18 months. Little son of a Right. Seems like bullshit, but there we are nonetheless. That is, that is, you know what? Yeah. They're coming up at you. Yep. Yep, there it is. There it is. So uh, I, uh, yeah, I'd like to promote those. And if you get a chance, read them. Excellent. Yay. Um, I th- I have nothing to promote. I mean, hey, you know what? Enceladus is still up on candybrews.com. Enceladus will not be up for very long. I imagine it will be gone by the end of July. Um, so if you are interested in some Do you have a plan fun, to yeah. do something else with it? 
Um, yes, unfortunately, which I knew beforehand. Uh, not unfortunately, but uh, once you publish, I mean, it's it's now been published, which greatly uh, reduces your places you can submit it to. Mm-hmm. Most of the places, especially if you're looking at periodicals, um, are they want first first publishing rights. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but there are things that are, are happening that I'm going to do with it. So I, I am going to pull it down soon. So uh-huh. uh, if you're interested, until Now's the end of the July, Enceladus is up and available to read and enjoy. I am really excited to see what phase two looks like, the things oh, that are happening. Thanks. I got a lot of excited eyebrows happening here. You do. There's so many eyebrows going on. It's like, it's just got like nine, 10, 12 eyebrows. Eyebrows for days. Eyebrows for days. Um, Well, we hope you guys are feeling good and you are in uh, enjoying your stay at home as much as you can. Staying safe, staying healthy, wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. Wear a mask. uh, Wash your damn hands. Go ahead. You can still pick your nose. Just wash your hands. Wash your hands afterwards. Keep a little moisturizer in your pocket. You're going to be fine. Uh, uh, So far, uh, I've been candy. I continue to be noodle. (laughs) And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye, Bye, Candy. Bye.